You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to TV8's Good Morning Vale for this Friday, April 28th edition. This is a live shot of the Eagle River first thing this morning, where the one and only Mark Sassy is out running around, and he's going to give us some great information on what you should be prepared for if you're going to get out there and do some lovely fishing coming up in the next few weeks, and especially because we are seeing some crazy amount of water flow with all of the runoff that we're seeing from our snowpack, which this year we've had a fantastic snowpack. I'm your in-studio host today, Maddie Evans, and we want to thank you again for tuning in to TV8's Good Morning Vale. Now we've got some great national holidays to celebrate for the 28th day of April. The first one being Clean Comedy Day, so those dad jokes that we all know and love. Today's a great day for those. It is also global pay it forward day so maybe buy the person behind you's coffee first thing this morning if you're getting out there and you're gonna get some delicious coffee and it's a national superhero day which I was planning on throwing my cape on and I totally forgot so at some point today my cape will appear on Good Morning Vale now we've got a great two-hour show in store for you for the next two hours. Mark's gonna be out on his wild adventure, taking us on the river, giving us some great tips and tricks on doing some fly fishing. Then we're gonna do some yoga over in Mintern with Anahata. Then we're gonna introduce you to the sustainability manager from the town of Avon. Then we're gonna be doing some cooking in the kitchen. Now, if you're looking to get out there and do any fun events today, well then you should make your way over to the Eagle Valley Library District. And especially if you've got those kiddos at home because they do such a good job with all of their story time and this is something that you can count on each and every day so make sure that you check it out now all you have to do is go to evld.org that way you can see the full lineup of story time they do baby laps it they do toddler they do preschool family story time, and then they do a bilingual story time as well. Now you can go to their website too for some more information on some fun activities that they've got going on. They've got a lot of good ones taking place tomorrow for the kiddos, so make sure that you check that out. Now at the Vail Public Library later today, there is a gentle yoga class. So if you're a little bit stiff, maybe a little bit sore, maybe you're starting to gear up for bike season, well then this is a great way to go and stretch your muscles. And the Vail Public Library is such a beautiful place to enjoy. Now the person who teaches this yoga class has been doing it for quite some time. So this is going to kick off at 11.30 a.m. and it's going to go until 12.30 p.m. So make sure that you make your way over there and you enjoy some wonderful just gentle yoga. Really ground yourself and stretch your body in the ways that you need to to make sure that it can do all of the wonderful things that we all love to get outside and do. Now if you're looking to see some live music tonight, although everything is starting to slowly wind down, 
down here in our community, well, you can make your way over to the Four Seasons in Vail, and you can see one of our local musicians, Matt Garth, play some wonderful music. And we're starting to see a lot of things shut down. Maybe things are taking a break, doing their deep spring cleaning. Well, there are a few places that you can still get out there and enjoy, so make sure that you do just that. Now, we do want to talk about some of the wonderful things that we have coming up this summer because the Vail Valley Foundation does a lot of incredible activities. Now, you can get out there and you can participate in so many of their wonderful activities, like the GoPro Mountain Games. Now, even at the GoPro Mountain Games, you can do some incredible fly fishing, and our one and only Mark Sassy has competed in that tournament a lot of times, and he's won a lot of times as well, and maybe he'll tell us about that in just a little bit, but you can go online to their website. There's 41 days left until the Mountain Games kick off, so you can go to the Vail Valley Foundation's website, or you can go to summermountaingames.com, and then that way you can see all of these wonderful things. Now you can see that we have things like the games and art and music, and this is just an entire weekend that takes over Vail and brings it to life in the best way possible. Also, if you love dogs, there's a lot of dogs there, so we always highly recommend that you check that out. Now, at the Ford Amphitheater, you can enjoy a lot of great shows this summer. We're bringing in some big name artists from people like Camp to people like The Head and the Heart and then so much more. And so you should go online and start buying your tickets now. Some shows are already sold out. The Camp's show is unfortunately already sold out, but you can see that we've got Shaky Graves coming. We've got so many wonderful bands coming. Old Crow Medicine show. I know that I'm going to be at a lot of these shows and I hope to see all of you there so make sure that you go online and you buy your tickets you can go to grfavail.com and then that way you can buy your tickets now speaking of buying tickets there's one event that you should buy your tickets to taking place this weekend and it's called books in bloom now this is going together between the bookworm and the eagle valley library district they're coming together to allow you to meet three incredible authors. Now these authors write all sorts of stories whether you like history on Native Americans, whether you like rom-coms or whether you like some psychological thrillers, they've got it all right there. So make sure that you go to evld.org, you hit the Books in Bloom banner and then you buy your tickets because this is going to be a ton of fun. It's taking place tomorrow at the West Inn and if you are an aspiring author or maybe you just have a curious mind, well then this is a great way to fulfill either of those things. Now I'm running out of breath so we're going to take it over to Mark who's going to give us a look at that local weather forecast and talk to us about where he is on the river. Mark, we're so happy to have you back since you were just in Mexico and so how's the weather here compared to uh, Mexico? Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Got back last night. Uh, weather in Mexico was sunny and hot and humid. The whole time we were there, we had great weather. It was awesome. A lot of kids from the high school we went down with for their graduation party, they all got massive sunburns on like day two, day three. They weren't paying too close of attention to it because they're 18 and they could legally have cocktails on the beach. And enough said with that. Uh, back here today, though, it feels like springtime. Um, with a little bit of snow still around. I, did, I came back to a, not a big change. We'll talk about the river flows in a little bit, but let's talk about the weather for the day. Uh, for your Friday, then we'll jump ahead and take a look at that weekend. Uh, we did have some on and off colder weather, some snow flurries throughout the week. For today, we'll see a high temperature of 44. We'll start at about 31 degrees around 8 o'clock this morning, and mostly sunny skies all around Eagle County today. Uh, should be pretty nice. Here's your hourly forecast now. Uh, 8 o'clock, 31 degrees. We'll see 40 degrees at noon. We'll hit our high temperature, 44 to 45 degrees, somewhere in that window 
probably three, four o'clock this afternoon with our sun setting later now at close to eight o'clock. And then uh, partly cloudy this morning, the mostly sunny all the way through the afternoon, clear skies tonight. Denver temperatures 57 with some cloud cover down there today. For Vail, 44 with mostly sunny skies. For Avon, 47 with mostly sunny skies and 52 to the west towards Eagle and Gypsum, mostly sunny skies there also. Like I said before, sun setting tonight at 757. We'll have a low temperature this evening of about 22 degrees, partly cloudy skies with a slight breeze, not too much. And then jumping ahead that five days, Saturday's looking real nice with a high of 56 with a low of 30 degrees, sunshine all day long. For Sunday, a high of 60 with a low of 33 degrees for Sunday night with mostly sunny skies. Monday, 64, mostly sunny skies, maybe a 10% chance of a little bit of moisture coming our way. Tuesday, 62 for a high with a 50% chance of a next little round of moisture. Probably at that temperature, it's going to fall in the form of rain all around Eagle County. And then Wednesday, 64 for a high uh, with a 40% chance of maybe some afternoon shower activity. Uh, but that's a look at your weather for right here in Eagle County. I got a fly fishing report coming up real soon. Uh, we're going to take it back to Maddie in the studio first, but then stay tuned because we'll talk about the rivers, the flows, and what the fish are feeding on. But back to you in the studio, Maddie. It's that time of the morning where we're going to talk bread of the day. Now, I don't know about you, but this always makes me so hungry as we're talking about all of this delicious homemade bread. So you can make your way down to Eagle where you will find a Maza bread as they bake their bread each and every day from scratch with love and it's going to be delicious. So the bread of today is a challah loaf and you can make your way down to Eagle to get your hands on this delicious bread, but you will purchase this bread at Nap Harvest. And so make sure that you go see our wonderful friends over at Nap Harvest, you get yourself a delicious loaf of challah bread or their daily sourdough bread and then that way you can enjoy some fresh daily baked bread. Now we're gonna take a short break and when we come back from the break, we're gonna go back to the river with Mark. everybody welcome back to good morning Vale. down here on the eagle river in front of uh, walmart and home depot so just east of avon uh just west of eagle vale uh we're going to get into the fishing specifically here in just a minute but i want to mention and reiterate what maddie had talked about regarding the uh, gopro mountain games the gopro mountain games obviously it's one of the biggest mountain adventure um festivals anywhere in the country if not i sort of got on the planet been around for more than a decade now, more than two decades. Um, it's spectacular, and they do have a fishing component to the mountain games, and I have been engaged in competing over many years in this event. Um, this year, uh, the MC for the fly fishing event has stepped down, so I've agreed to help out the foundation to do the announcing for the fishing. I want to talk a little bit about what, what that is all about because there's a lot of fishing components in the mountain games and now that Orvis the Orvis company has stepped up uh, they've taken kind of the fishing piece over 
to help out the Mountain Games as one of the title sponsors for it. Uh, they have incorporated a lot more activities. Uh, a couple of the main events that they do, uh, the core event that they do that's been around since the inception is the Two Fly Extreme, and there's a casting competition in the morning on Saturday of GoPro Mountain Games weekend, and then it's all about targets and points and distance and points. And then the top, a top number of those con contestants will move on to the second round of competition at the International Bridge uh, in Vale Village in the afternoon on that Saturday. And then out of those, that grouping, and once again, it's you're shooting at targets with a fishing rod for points, a group of those will go on and fish on Sunday uh, for the finals and for the championship of the Two Flag Stream. They also do an event called Catch Wars, um, which is a standalone event on Friday of the Mountain Games. And then they have a few other activities for the kids. They have a, I think it's a species scavenger hunt, which is new this year. Um, so it should be, once again, a lot of fun. And you don't have to be a spectacular angler. It's a good way to get engaged with a bunch of anglers. It's a lot of fun. Let's talk about the river real quick right here. I'm going to show you. Um, so our flows. Now, the flows on the Eagle River, and I'm going to show you the graph right now just so you can see where we're at. Now, the graph is right below Avon. But the flows are remaining real consistent. And we haven't seen that big pop of real warm, consistent weather to really make these river levels jump way up. Uh, the flows right now are just a little under 300 cubic feet per second. They've been kind of averaging all week, uh, anywhere from 250 to 300. We saw a drop the middle of last week because it got really cold. We've had some spikes when it gets warm, but kind of averaging around 250 to 300. And if you can see in the water, if you have clarity where you can see the rocks under the water, you might be able to see them, you might not. Um, that means that the fishing is still fine and you have clarity. Flows are up a little bit. Clarity isn't bad on this end of Walcott. So believe it or not, the fishing still remains pretty good. Once we see the snow really start to go, then it's gonna change the equation for fishing for, for a handful of weeks. But uh, knock on wood, I like what we're seeing here right now. And if we could have this kind of a runoff all the way through May, um, the rivers will be in great shape for everybody for the entire summer and even in better shape for these guys right here, for the Trouty McTroutersons, for all the fish, because they need to have cool water to get plenty of oxygen so they can survive. Uh, but fishing right now is pretty good, so give us a call at the fly shop if you want to go do some fishing. Minturn Anglers, 970-827-9500. I also want to mention that uh, Maddie from the studio um, she dabbled her feet in the water just a little bit last year. She wanted to kind of get engaged with this whole fly fishing thing that some of us do around here. Um, and to say the least, it was uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, we've got a segment coming up now, and it's kind of step one of Maddie's adventures moving forward into fly fishing. Let's take a look. Hey, everybody. Mark Sassy here. I host at TV8. I also run Minturn Anglers. I've got Maddie Evans. Y'all know her from TVA. We get to work together really one day a week. It's not enough, but <laughs> whenever I'm in there, <clears throat> Maddie and I always tend to, we kind of get drawn to fly fishing. I give a fly fishing report. We talk about what's happening on the rivers. And I feel like, I mean, you can pipe in, but you've learned a fair amount. Hopper droppers, keep them wet. Make sure the yeah. river temperatures are appropriate so you're not killing fish left and right. Water levels, cubic feet, basketballs in the river. I got it. Let's do this. Yeah, okay, you're good. So she has the basic understanding, but um, she wants to go fishing. And really what we want to do is educate everybody today on, on 
soup to nuts what it takes to go out on a fly fishing trip. Whether you're a beginner or you know how to fish, there's a lot of things you have to take into account. So for starters, we get suited up in waders and boots. So Maddie's gonna drift on back here. She's gonna try on her waders and boots. And in the, once we get these on and we're sure that they fit all right, we're gonna take it to the river. And things you have to take into account when you're going fly fishing, as opposed to kind of traditional fishing, where you just use a spinning rod and a lure, you have to think about where you're gonna fish in the river because our fish with flies only hang out in certain areas. What flies to use, make sure you're using the proper knots, and also you make sure you're using the right rod and you're casting it the right way. So not just about Maddie trying to look good and trying to stay dry, um, but there's a lot more that goes into it. But this is step one. Middle of the summer. How, how are we doing on these waders? I think you're pretty good. How do they, I mean, they're not bad. All right, cool. They're not bad. All right. So in the middle of the summer, you don't necessarily need to wear waders because the water temperatures, like we've talked about, Maddie, are warm, right? Right. And the water levels are low. So you could actually wet wade where you would wear a pair of sandals or those wading boots and no waders. Uh, but in the colder months or when the water levels are up or colder, it's good to be able to wear waders to protect yourself. But I think to fit the part, instead of seeing Maddie splashing around in her little Daisy Dukes, we're putting her in waders <laughs> today to make it right start to finish. And uh, we're doing good. How are those doing? Good? Great. She's wearing Reddington waders. These are Corker's wading boots with a BOA system which is that quick lacing system with a speed dial. Pretty handy. And uh, she's waterproof all the way from um, her chest all the way down to her toes, as long as there's no leaks in those waders. But you're good to go. They got a pocket here. There's a pocket on the inside, waterproof if you want to bring your cell phone. But most people don't bring very much with them except maybe a cell phone and some sunscreen. Right. The guides are going to have, you say right like you know. I don't know. I just You don't need like to bring much. We get people that show up here at the shop and they take their wallet out and they have their car keys and their tablet and their pager and all this other stuff that when you're in the river, it's about disconnecting with everything so you can reconnect with the natural surroundings that we have. You know people that are still using pagers? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I can't tell anybody that though. Okay, well. Burner phones, whatever it is. Whatever um, it is. You don't need much except for uh, and also the guides also will airdrop or send your photos. You don't need to bring a phone if you don't want to. Disconnect to that's reconnect simple. is what it's all about. You got that? Yeah, that's simple. I love to disconnect. Right? Sunscreen, a normal hat to protect your eyes and your face from the sun and also from flies flying around. And also a good pair of sunglasses. Perfect. Okay, preferably polarized um, so you can actually see more into the water so you may be able to see the targets that you're actually fishing at. I think that now we've done this. I'm suited up. I think you should get suited up. So let's pick up. her up and throw her in the river and see if she stays dry. Okay, I'll get suited okay. up. All right, you get suited up, and then I think we should make our way down to the river so you can teach me so much more about fly fishing. We're going to go through all the basics, why we have these bugs, why do I have to cast the rod that way, and show me a knot, but we'll go through it all. Uh, this is fly fishing with TV8. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Since we were down at Minturn Anglers already, we might as well enjoy Minturn a little bit more. So we're gonna introduce you to Anahata Yoga, a great place for you to go and relax and take some wonderful classes. So let's take a look. 
If you want a great place to relax and kind of find your inner zen while well, Anahata here in Mintern is a perfect place to do so. And I'm standing with the owner, Chelsea. Thank you so much for meeting me this Thank morning, you. Chelsea. Thanks for being here. Uh, your space is beautiful. It smells good. It's relaxing and it gives you kind of that cabin-y feel when you come in that just makes you want to sit down and like find your zen. Yeah, that's the goal, right? That's the goal. Um, you know, it's with nice wood floors and the fireplace and all the earthly tones. It's just really grounding and that's our goal. When you walk in, we want you to kind of leave everything else behind and have all of that sensory experience where you feel like you're walking into somewhere else and just can really relax. And so how long have you guys been here in Mintern? So we've been here for about three and a half years. And what inspired you to open Anahata? I've been um, teaching in the Valley for about 10 years, a little over 10, and I've been practicing for well over 20. And you know, I've managed different studios, and I felt like I was teaching a little bit, but not quite enough. And then I live here in Mintern, and the space became available. And someone actually said to me, you know, I saw your yoga studio down the street. I was like, what? Oh, wow. But, you know, planting the seed, and I went and I looked, I was like, wow, you know, I think this could work. And at that point, I just kind of took a leap of faith and realized that if I didn't, I would regret it. And, you know, three and a half years later, here we are, and it's, it's been a journey, and it's been really fun. I mean, I can only imagine that this is such a cool space, and Mintern is such a cool, quaint place to just come spend your time, soak up the sun as you run around a little bit, but then come in and just relax and let all those worries drift away, which I think right now, after everything we've had going on in the world, it's really important that people give themselves that space and that time to do so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we really are trying to honor self-care. So. Anahata, it's a Sanskrit word. It means um, the energy center of the heart. So we have multiple energy centers in the body, but really honoring that self-care, that heart space. I think a lot of people think self-care is this luxury, and I think right now we really need it. And even if you're not what we consider a yogi, I mean, we offer so many things here as far as like sound healing, meditation, breath work. Um, we can do one-on-one -on -one sessions if you're like, I kind of want to try it, but I'm a little bit nervous. Um, or even if you're rehabbing an injury, I mean, we work with everyone. And for me, Anahata, it's that place of heart. So we want everyone to feel welcome, whether they're an experienced yogi or if it's their first time here. Let's go back to this injury recovery, because I have a very bad shoulder, and I talk about it very frequently only because it is something that we all experience here. We're all kind of adrenaline junkies and athletes that are pushing our limits a little bit, and so I have a bad shoulder from a ski injury, and I've had a really hard time finding yoga that will work for me only because it puts so much strain on my bicep tendon, which is separating from my labral tendon. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and so to have a place where you can come and you can kind of find that sport recovery mm -hmm. makes it really important and knowing that you could do it one-on-one -on -one where you can adjust the programming and adjust the totally. flow to make sure that that person is not pushing that injury too hard gives people even more of a safe place. So that's something you know we could work on that one-on-one -on -one or we could do you know one or two sessions one-on-one -on -one and then do the group classes and always offer modifications. So all of our classes are all levels. We offer what we call our solar flow which would be our most advanced most athletic class. Um, but it's still, you know, it's still all levels. And then we have a lunar flow, a flow to restore that's like a balance between the two, and then restorative is always really good. So in any of them, even if it's really athletic, we're tapping into the parasympathetic system. So just trying to slow down, relax a little, maybe get a massage from Carmen before or after, and just really tap into that. And so what is this system that you talk about that maybe not all of us know? So the parasympathetic system is part of our nervous system. And then we also have our sympathetic nervous system. Here in the mountains, we live in our sympathetic. So sympathetic is our fight or flight. 
we're adrenaline junkies, you know, it's mm -hmm. our like chasing away from the tiger and like we're in that, it's that stress response. So when you come in here, no matter what we're doing, even if you're getting physical, we want to get into that parasympathetic system. So slowing down, releasing like all of that energy, coming into a state where you're supporting your immune system and you're just clearing your mind. So everything that we do is vinyasa based, even our restorative. So vinyasa means movement with breath. And even if we're just staying still, we're cueing the breath. So when you're cueing the breath, you're connecting with your mind and we're trying to clear it. So, you know, that like rat race that's going on in your head all day long is that sympathetic state. We're just trying to get you slow down a little bit and just which feel good. Helps people live in the moment, which is something that we're all really struggling with, with yeah. social media and then yes. with all of the craziness in the world and everything that's kind of happening, especially here in our community. We have such a busy, ongoing everything, every day. There's something to do. There's somewhere to be. And so people do take that in and they do let that wreck their nervous system. And so having a place to just come and drain that and let it go and let it fade let it away yes. has to be so nice. And it's something a lot of people are nervous to get into only because they're like, I've never done yoga before, or maybe I'm really stiff or I've got a bad shoulder or whatever it is that kind of deters people from coming. Yeah. And I think like I hear most often, I can't do yoga, I can't touch my toes. And that's like the best reason why you should because whether you touch your toes or not, you're not a better yogi, but it's working on that flexibility. And even if, again, you're working with injuries or I do classes for the Shaw Cancer Center and some of them are undergoing chemo treatments and like we're not doing the physical practice, we're doing the mental practice. We're tapping into, again, that parasympathetic state, getting you out of the stress response where you're breathing, you know, we're doing guided meditation. People are like, well, I've never meditated. We'll guide you through it. We'll do singing bowls so that you just receive and like tapping into that where you just give yourself an opportunity for one hour to slow down. You know, we also do yoga retreats and like that's a whole week. So if you have the ability to like get away for a whole week, then we can really tap in really deep. And, you know, you come back from a vacation, not needing another vacation, but just feeling really amazing. Which is something that I think people always take away from vacation. I know when I go on vacation, I come from a family of six children. So when we go on vacation, it's like chaos. Yeah. Like you're almost more stressed out than you would be if you were working. And so to have a vacation where you really just get to tap into yourself and spend that quality time with mm -hmm. you makes it so much better. Yeah, so you're tapping into slowing down, you're doing yoga, we're always somewhere on the beach. Like next year we have space for Costa Rica, we're going to Baja, we're going to Tulum. Um, all nourishing, like three nourishing meals a day. So you don't have to cook, you don't have to clean, you just have to show up, participate, receive, relax, take a nap, journal, and connect with other people in a really mindful way. And so if people are interested in participating in any of the great things that you offer here, whether it's the massage from Carmen or whether it's doing one of the classes and experiencing whatever it is, how can they do so? Um, so our website is anahatayogaco.com. Um, and or you could just call us we use the mind body app so if you've used that it's we people use it all over the country you can sign up for classes and workshops um, or just text the studio and you'll reach me directly so. and how many classes are you guys offering weekly right now um, right now we're offering about 11 classes weekly but we offer many more so like i said we're doing like the shaw class so that's on the schedule right now we do a lot of workshops friday night saturday afternoons sunday afternoons so really probably about 15 per week, just depending on what we're offering. Thank you so much for giving us Thank all you. this information, taking the time to meet with us, Chelsea. What you do is incredible here in Minturn, and you have such a beautiful space to do so. Thank you. Thanks for being here.
Make sure that you come, you check out Anahata, and you find your inner zen, especially if maybe you've been stressed out with kind of the hustle and bustle that we have all summer long here in the valley. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back from the break, we've got more of the show. gonna go do some swimming today maybe a little bit oh hey welcome back to the show down here on the eagle river old vince gill and i are hanging out talking about fishing off camera but let's uh talk about your weather now for the day we are going to see uh it's cool out here first thing down in the shade temperatures are going to be in the low 30s to start well low 20s mid 20s getting to about 30 ish degrees by about eight o'clock first thing this morning what's that vince no, it'll be good. Hang it tight. Um, we'll see about 44 to 45 degrees for that high temperature midday in Vail and uh, mostly sunny skies. We are going to see a slight breeze today, about 5 to 15 miles per hour. Your hourly forecast for Vail, uh, temperatures in the 30s to start. We'll break 40 degrees by noontime. And then we'll see the high temperature coming our way probably 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mostly sunny skies throughout the evening time. Tonight we'll see 40 degrees at about 8 o'clock uh, with clear skies as we make our way into the evening. Your I-70 drive shows that Denver is going to be close to 60 degrees today, 57 for a high in Denver. Mostly cloudy skies along the front range. For Vail, 44, Avon 47, Eagle 52 and mostly sunny skies, a few passing clouds, and we'll have a breeze kind of kicking around over the course of the day today. Tonight we'll see that sun setting close to 8 o'clock at 7.57. 22 degrees will be our low temperature this evening. Um, partly cloudy skies throughout the nighttime also with a slight breeze throughout the evening. And then as we jump ahead for that five-day coming into the weekend, we're knocking on the doors of it right now. 56 for a high on Saturday with bright sunny skies for Vail. Mostly sunny skies and a high of 60 for Sunday. We'll see a 10% chance of maybe some moisture with a little bit of sunshine and a high of 64 for Monday in Vail. Tuesday, 62 with a 50% chance of some moisture. And then for Wednesday, 64 with about a 40% chance of some moisture coming our way. So uh, a mild weekend, mild temperatures throughout the weekend through the middle of next week. Sunshine over the course of the weekend and maybe a few rain showers passing on through. Um, but for the most part, I feel like we're, uh, we're in the kind of the throes of early springtime here in Vail. So there you go. That's a look at your weather brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports located right in the heart of Avon. Uh, we're going to shift gears and move our way up into Beaver Creek. There's a great store called Alpine Kind. The owner, Sally January, um, is a good friend of mine, and she dates a good friend of mine, Doug, who owns Sunrise Minturn, a great little restaurant in Minturn. And Sally is, I think, looking for some employees this summer. Let's take a look at Alpine Kind with Sally. Going shopping is one of those activities that we all know and love, but what better way to do it when it's not only good for the environment, but good for people. And Alpine Kind up here in Beaver Creek is shopping at Elevation, and we're here with the owner, Sally January. Good morning, Sally. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time to come and chat with us and also let us shop around your incredible store. Absolutely. Anytime. Welcome to Beaver Creek. Well, and you guys just did a big rebrand, and the rebrand really fits with the theme of this store, especially because you changed the name to Alpine Kind, which is what you do here. 
That is correct. So the name is really in reference to what we do here in the shop, which is try to support as many local artisans, um, brands that give back, brands that support outdoor activities, things of that nature. So it's just kind of a lifestyle. And you really spend the time to source ethical brands, which is a really big part of what has kind of started you guys and paved the way for you, which is so important. And a lot of people don't understand what ethical brands mean. Can you explain that? Absolutely. So when we talk about ethical brands, we're really looking to find brands who are conscious of the environment, conscious of who made the product, um, that they were paid a fair wage. So not necessarily everything is fair trade per se, but we're looking for brands who are focusing on that um, and, and as they grow. Um, specifically, we also support lots and lots of local artists. Which is really cool because you have an entire section in the back with local artisan and there's some really incredible pointillism back there. Yes, we love Augustina. She's um, a Vale Valley local and she makes some really fun Beaver Creek specific prints, greeting cards, all kinds of different giftable things that remind people of their trip up here to Beaver Creek. And not only that, but you have something for everyone in the family. So you have an entire kids section where you can go, you can shop, you can get those mementos. You've got socks, you've got stickers, you've got the most incredible hat wall I've ever seen. That is right. You can find almost anything here. It's my job to make sure that anyone who visits Beaver Creek can find something that's unique, that gives back, that reminds them of their trip to the mountains. Um, and hopefully I can do that. And as we were like kind of perusing our way in, there was a little girl carrying around just a tiny perfect little memento for her trip. It was so cute. That's correct. Our crystal section is really popular, especially with the kids. We have crystals that range from $5 to $100 and everything in between. So they're super affordable and always reminding them of their outside adventures. And you've got great jewelry, sunglasses, shoes even, and then you've got a small selection for the pets. That is correct. The pet lovers out there, um, we find, often miss their pets while they're up here traveling and like to take home a mountain-themed little memento to them, whether it's a toy or a collar or something like that. I know. Every time I come in here, the collars are so beautiful and so unique that I'm always like, my giant polar bear of a dog <laughs> needs one of these. Well, you need to bring him next time. She's just kind of a monster. Oh, well, we like monsters, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you guys have great jewelry, and then you have some home stuff as well. So you really are bringing in a lot of things. And when we talk local businesses, you range from Ski Town All-Stars hats to the Sendy sauce. You guys really make sure that you're supporting as many locals as you possibly can, too. Absolutely. If there's something I'm missing in the store, whether it's like a tea towel or a coaster, I try to find someone in the community who makes something cool and see if they can make it specific to Beaver Creek. And it usually goes over pretty well. And then people can get these unique items that they won't be able to find anywhere else to really love their moments here in Beaver Creek. And that's what's so cool is you walk into this store and it just has so many things, but you guys are all so friendly and you know the stories behind each company, which then makes it feel like you were part of the family of who created the product. Awesome. I love hearing that. Thank you. Um, yeah, the girls and I try to do such a good job of telling the story behind every product um, so that everyone knows who they're supporting and why they're supporting it and why it is the way it is. So we love to do that. And if people are interested in coming shopping up here in Beaver Creek, can you give a description of your location and your store hours? That is, yes, I can. Um, so we're located right next to the skating rink in the heart of the Beaver Creek Village. Um, we're open every single day from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. all summer long. Um, and parking out right outside in the garage is free during the summer, which is a bonus. 
away a big bonus and then you've got so many cute clothes coming in constantly you guys are stocking up for yeah. the summer and especially the hat wall we just have to go back to this a little bit because oh my gosh this thing is full yeah we have so many different brands we're featuring this summer um all of the hats to keep the sun out of your eyes and look the best we love the mountain chic vibe that's what we're always going for so um it's fun to come in and try them on and find something super special and if people are interested in shopping online or finding you on social media, where can they do that? So our website is alpinekind.com and everything in our shop is also available there. And all of our social media handles are also alpinekind. Sally, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, giving us all this great information and bringing Mountain Chic to Beaver Creek. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Make sure that you come up to Beaver Creek, you enjoy Alpine Kind because it has so many great things. Whether you just want a little memento or whether you want to update your wardrobe, like I know my hat wardrobe is looking to be updated now, it's the perfect place to come shopping. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Since we are just coming off Climate Action Week with Walking Mountain Science Center, we're really excited to talk all things sustainability. While Avon is doing a sustainability fair on May 24th, so mark your calendars because it's a great volunteer opportunity. But a couple weeks ago, I had the chance to sit down with the sustainability manager from the town of Avon, Charlotte Lynn, and get some more information about things that you can recycle and just some great tips and tricks. So let's introduce you to Charlotte. Good morning, We've been talking about how you can be more sustainable here in our community. That way, you leave less of a carbon footprint, taking better care of our environment so we can continue to see great snow years like the one that we have. Well, we've got the Town of Avon Sustainability Coordinator, Charlotte Lynn, joining me on the couch to give us some more information. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning, Maddie. Nice to be here. Uh, I'm so excited that you're here. Charlotte <laughs> and I have been coordinating to sit together on this couch for a very long time. And so I'm really happy that you're here now. Thank you. Yeah, same. Excited. And you guys are doing a lot more to help educate our community and really push that there are some great options for people out there to maybe just take those little steps forward to start mm -hmm. recycling. Yeah. I mean, it's actually super easy. Sometimes I feel like I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Um, yeah, so the town of Avon uh, just implemented a new uh, recycling ordinance uh, in around September last year, and it will become effective in November this year. <clears throat> so we have a lot of time to prepare and we have a uh, brand new educational campaign to help you get prepared for just that. Which is really important because as I was looking through the campaign yesterday that you had so generously provided me to look over, <laughs> I was like, these are things I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know that there were so many different types of plastic and some of them you have to recycle in a certain way. Or I had never thought to take the caps off of the bottles before I recycle them. Uh, it's actually the opposite. Yeah, so you take it off to clean them, but then you put them back on. So. <laughs> See, all of these great things that people are learning and then crushing cans versus not crushing cans and yeah, things like that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we've got a great little chart that you've sent over. And so let's talk about all of the things that people should be prepared for. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Um, oh, 
I see it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so our educational campaign is called Recycle Together, and we're working on just trying to get it to everybody as easily as possible. And for now, that means it's uh, just on our mostly on our social media channel uh, and channels on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, but uh, um, you know, we have. Sorry, it's actually over there. <laughs> yeah, so we have um, these weekly small videos that answers. Um, one question per week, and and we just um, you know we, we try to make them really digestible and easy and fun to watch. And they're called Trash Talk Thursdays, and they're just posted on Facebook. Eventually, they will be moved uh, to uh, on our website. But yeah, just uh, you know something fun to answer your questions. So I definitely uh, recommend everyone to contact me at clin at avon org if you have any questions. Which makes it so convenient, and especially as people are starting to learn all of these different things. One of the things that we have as a great resource here in our community is the Waste Wizard. And you can put that right on your phone to help answer any of those hard-hitting questions about what you can recycle and where you could take it and all of those kinds of things. So yeah. let's talk about who the Waste Wizard is. <laughs> uh, the Waste Wizard is actually an app, uh, which is awesome. So it's easily available on your phone, like Maddie said. Um, it's also available on our website. So I personally like to just go to a website better, but you know, it's totally up to you, whoever. Uh, and like, um, you know, the other day I just had a colleague ask me, hey, you know, I, I heard that you can't really um, recycle dish, um, sorry, laundry detergent tubs or jugs, whatever you like to call it. And I was like, you know what? Um, because her, a lot of people kind of come to me with these general questions about like what to do with certain things. And that the problem is if you Google it, you'll just get information from all over the place and right. you still end up not knowing what to do and probably even more confused. Uh, what's really amazing about Waste Wizard is that it provides information just about what to do here in Eagle County, yes, specifically. So I was like, you know what? Just hold on a second. Let me find out for you. And so I went and just like, you know, type detergent, and it has a pretty smart search function. So it would just like pop up a list for you. You don't even need to like really be that clear about what you're looking for. <laughs> and then, uh, so I found it, and it's like, okay, yeah, it's accepted in our curbside. Uh, recycling, which, which just means if you have recycling at home, then uh, you can just put it in your bin. But make sure that everything is clean, dry, and empty. So, See, this is something that's so important for me to be learning because I save all of those. And so we have those like big Tide Pod tubs. And my roommate is like, what are we doing with these? And I'm like, I'd I don't know, maybe we'll like turn them into an art project of some kind. <laughs> you I could do that too. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that we could recycle them. So yeah. that makes it so convenient for people to mm -hmm. see that right there on their phones, yeah. track everything down. But then, of course, you're answering all of these questions. And so yeah. my question is, how many different types of plastic are there? Uh, there are seven different types. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what's interesting is, so for, for the most part, we can't, especially now, here it is again, we're going to say in Eagle County, mm -hmm. right? So not necessarily elsewhere, but here, especially at our freight recycling centers, uh, we can actually accept all types. Oh, yeah, good. So, so that's good. Um, it's just that it actually matters more what the product is rather than what types uh, what number it is. So for example, I just actually published another post on our Facebook page this week talking about the clamshell containers. So those are the containers that, you know, that you uh, contain strawberries or like yes. salad and things like that. So the funny thing is they're actually not accepted for recycling, at least here. 
And wow. uh, however, you always see them as number one plastic. And number one plastic is actually one of the best kinds for recycling. It's just that they're made differently from like a number one plastic bottle. And so the way that they need to be processed afterwards is different as well. And that's why sometimes going with numbers can be a little bit more confusing than necessary. So I would encourage you to just stick with the types and that being bottles, tubs, and jugs. That, those kind of things and not like random pieces of plastics. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is, showing all the different types of plastic. Now, I think that's really important. Also, I like to save those too and tell everyone I'm going to turn them into terrariums to start to grow my little seedlings at home. Which... Yeah, yeah. So right now in the in in the campaign, I'm talking about just like sort of the hard knowledge about what to do and how to recycle and things like that. But eventually, I have also information on how to reduce, how to reuse, and those are really important actions uh, as part of this whole, you know, endeavor of reducing waste. So it's not just the recycling. We kind of want to start from earlier than that and just like try to reduce waste from the beginning. Yeah. Which I think is so important. That's why we have the great plastic ban here in Eagle County. So you can't mm -hmm. get that single use plastic anywhere. You have to make sure yeah. that you are taking care of your planet and our environment and our community really so some of the other great videos that you have out right now mm -hmm. is should you crush your cans before you recycle them <laughs> yeah well the short answer is no <laughs> so yeah and, and you know I, I've been talking to so many people about this and they just uh, it, it's really easy to think that you know what's happening in the recycling plan is that there's like this person and they're just like picking out cans for you mm -hmm. but it's all automated now. And so it's all these machines that are just like running and sorting the things that we put there. Right. And so they sort the uh, recyclables by weight and shape. And so if you crush the cans, they actually can't really identify it easily. And the flatness will sometimes get it sorted to like the paper stream, which we obviously don't want. So please don't crush your cans. <laughs> yeah. I see, oh, I'm learning so much and it's so important for people to have all of this great information. Great. So you said that people can find these videos and this campaign online. Yeah, so our Town of Avon Facebook page or just avon.org slash recycling. Makes it nice and convenient. And then, of course, we've yeah. got your email address up on the screen, clynn at avon.org. That way, if people have any direct questions, they can reach out Definitely. to you. They can get more information on the campaign. Mm -hmm. And then that way, you can continue to spread your message of sustainability. Thank you so much. Yes, please contact me if you have any questions. And this is the website. There's so many great resources here in our community and Charlotte being one of them. So thank you for coming in, spending some time with us and giving us all this great information. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Make sure that you check out the Town of Avon website, their social media, and that way you can be in the know before you're recycling things because these are just some of the little steps that we can take to become more sustainable as a community. We're going to take a short break and when we come back from the break, we've got more Good Morning Vale. So stay tuned.
Good morning and welcome to our number two of Good Morning Vale. This is a live shot of the Eagle County Regional Airport. Speaking of sustainability, they are doing a great job in putting their best foot forward to become fully sustainable and they are really making some large waves in doing so. I'm your in-studio host today, Maddie Evans, and we love getting to be here each and every morning for you for the entire two hours. Now we've got the one and only Mike Sassy out and about. Of course, he's down on the river to give us some great information about fly fishing right now if that's something you're interested in either one getting into or two you just want to know what's taking place with our rivers now we've got a great hour ahead of us for good morning Vale. of course we're going to check in with mark again take a look at that local weather forecast but then we have a wonderful local chef in the kitchen who's going to make us some delicious breakfast and help you learn how to make some delicious breakfast now we've got some great national holidays to celebrate today one of them is global pay it forward day and the other one is national superhero day so i I think it's only fitting that for the remainder of me talking right now, I've got a Wonder Woman cape on because I would also like to be a superhero. And we want to give a huge shout out to Roundup River Ranch for this beautiful cape. It's a great nonprofit here in our community and we highly recommend that you always check it out. Now we've got some wonderful things for you to get out there and do and participate in. You can make your way to the Eagle Valley Library District for some story time with the kiddos. Now this is a great way to help them develop their early learning literacy skills. Now you can see all of the different story times that take place. It happens at the Avon, Gypsum, and Eagle Public Libraries, and so this is something that you can enjoy. Now you can make your way over to the Vail Public Library today for some free gentle yoga. Maybe you're a little bit stiff. Maybe yoga's really not your thing. Maybe you don't know all of the moves. Well, this is a great way to just kind of get your foot in the door and stretch your body and help your body a little bit, and especially as we're shifting gears from ski season to bike season. So make sure that you go check this out. Now you can go to the Vail Library website for some more information. Something else that we want to talk about is Books in Bloom. This is taking place tomorrow and it's brought to you by the Bookworm of Edwards and the Eagle Valley Library District. The Bookworm is going to be there selling the incredible author's books, but the Eagle Valley Library District has worked so hard to bring you this incredible event. Now there's going to be three amazing authors there and you can see them up on the screen and they all write different genres so there's something for everyone there to be nice and entertained. Also it's going to take place over at the Westin, so it's a beautiful venue. You can go online to evld.org. That way you can buy your tickets. Just hit the Books in Bloom banner, and that way you can enjoy all of these wonderful authors, and you can spark your brain's curiosity, because they'll be there to do a nice meet and greet with you. Now it's that time of the morning where we're going to talk bread of the day, so let's take a look and see what it is. The bread of today is a nice hollow loaf, and in order to get your hands on this hollow loaf, you will make your way down to Nap Harvest in Eagle, where you can enjoy some delicious food. They've got so many wonderful things. They're an indoor farmer's market, but the bread is baked daily by Amaza Bread, and so we're going to show you the list of breads that you can get all week long. You can always get sourdough each and every day, though, and you want to make your way down to Eagle to get your hands on some delicious bread. Now, I know that the wonderful chef that we have in the studio is going to bake with some Amaza bread and so we're really excited to see what he has in store for us. Now we're going to take it over to Mark who's going to give us a look at that local weather forecast. Here on the Eagle River first, first thing this morning we have the sun shining for us. Uh, we're going to see temperatures warm up nicely over the course of the day and we'll see this river 
change uh, its appearance here in just a little bit when that water level comes up. She is getting a little bit dirty. Let's talk about your weather for your Friday as we knock it on those doors to the weekend. We're going to see temperatures right now starting in the 30s. Uh, mid-30s throughout the course of the morning. Once that sun gets up and higher over the mountains and shedding its light over the Vale Valley, we're going to see temperatures dramatically increase into the uh, you know, mid to upper 40s around Eagle County is what we're expecting to see over the course of the day today. And mostly sunny skies. We'll have a slight breeze, 5 to 15 miles per hour um, all around Eagle County today too. So it might feel a little bit cooler than it is. Uh, as we look at your Veil by the Hour forecast, you're going to see those temperatures getting into the mid-40s, midday. The high temperature of the day, 44 to 45 degrees, about 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, with uh, mostly sunny skies throughout the afternoon also. Your I-70 drive, Denver temperatures are going to be in the 50s, upper 50s, close to 60, mostly clear down there. And then for Vail, Avon, and Eagle, mid to upper 40s, we're going to break 50 degrees in Eagle by mid-afternoon. We'll have mostly sunny skies all for Eagle County for the daytime. Tonight, sun setting 757, a little bit later, 22 degrees for the low temperature. Partly cloudy skies with a slight breeze to continue as we make our way into the weekend. And that five-day forecast for Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures for Saturday, 56 and sunny. For Sunday, 60 degrees, mostly sunny. And then for Monday, 64, 10% chance of some moisture. For Tuesday, 62, with a 50% chance of some moisture, mostly cloudy skies. And then Wednesday, 64 degrees, uh, maybe with some afternoon showers, about a 40%. Uh, so that's a look at your weather as we make our way into the 8 o'clock hour for Good Morning Vale. I'm live down here on the river, Maddie in the studio. We have a chef coming in. We're going to take a quick break, and then I've got a, another mini fly fishing report to talk about what bugs to use if you're going to go and fish. We'll talk a little bit more about the rivers, too. We'll be right back. Yeah, welcome back everybody to the show down here on the Eagle River. There's a great little picnic table down here. Uh, this is an area called Churches. Uh, it's between the two churches across from Walmart and Home Depot um, on the north side of the river. Uh, I want to talk about the rivers once again um, because the river flows aren't just uh, gearing up for the fishermen. They're gearing up for all the rafters and the boaters also. Um, so it's going to be a good season for for everybody doing rafting, outfitting, um, float trips, wade trips, um, for fishing and for rafting. Um, so hats off to Mother Nature for bringing us lots of snow because it should be a great one as we make our way into the end of April, into uh, May. Now let's talk a little bit about, oh, sorry about that, I hit the table, about the bugs. Um, a lot of bugs are available to the fish year round. This time of the year, we're seeing the high water, the dirty water. Fish are not keying in on anything really specific at the moment, but I think it's imperative to mention that um, if you do like to fish with streamers, which are basically little bait fish or sculpins or leeches, uh, this is a really good time of the year to fish with the streamers because the fish are very aggressive when it comes to seeing, I would be too, something like this, which is a little articulated sculpin. It has a stinger hook on the back and it's got a lot of uh, a lot of bells and whistles, so it'll give it a lot of action and excitement in the river. The fish love this kind of stuff. If you've never fished streamers before, 
It's a fun way to fish. It's very fast paced. You cast it out, you strip it in, you move your rod around. So like it's a little fish swimming in the water. And I know guys like Vince Gill right here, you love these things, don't you, Vince? I know you do. Uh, also, you can fish with little egg patterns right now. So an egg pattern, there's, there's a rainbow trout spawn river. So don't fish to the fish that are spawning, but fish down below them where the other fish are hanging out to feed on the eggs. And then also worms. Worms are popular right now because there's a lot of dirt and mud coming off of the mountains as the snow melts. Picks up a lot of earth, brings the earth into the river, and in that mixture of earth you're going to find worms. So squirmy worms, San Juan worms, very popular. And then just small bugs, um, little betas, which are variations of mayflies. You can fish with a blueing olive. Uh, you can fish with little black or gray RS2s. Um, anything small and midge emerging like, like a, a mayhem midge or a chocolate thunder those are all great bugs to fish with right trail those behind a bigger nymph you'd put in front like a pheasant tail or a prince or a hare's ear those are good lead bugs so streamers are great eggs and worms are great and then all these small things but if you want some more information uh, you can swing by and talk to vince and i at the fly shop and minturn we'll get you all set up with the right stuff or if you want to go out with a guy give us a call and we'll get you on the water for a day of fly fishing it's a lot of fun all right let's shift gears once again a chef coming into the studio here momentarily probably getting set up um, but the eagle valley library district um, does a lot of things aside from being libraries and one of the things they do is they allow the consumer to come in and borrow park passes to go explore the parks they have gopro cameras they have hammocks they have um, limited kind of outdoor camping related things if you want to go and explore but you don't have the gear to go out there well, the library can help you out with a lot with all of these different things for your outdoor activities. Once again, it's not just a library. Let's take a look at the other things that the Adventure Department at the Eagle Valley Library District has to offer. When we think libraries, we only think books, but that is not the case here at the Eagle Valley Library District as they are the emporium of possibilities. <laughs> and oh man, do we have possibilities behind us. And we've got Tegan Davis to walk us through all of the all fun, fun things. Yeah. Tegan, thank you so much for meeting us. Oh, thanks for coming and exploring with us. We appreciate that. Exploring is the perfect <laughs> word, especially because everything that's mm -hmm. around us, you can take on an adventure. You can, um, and hopefully adventures will be had with these. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what we wanted to supply. We have an outdoors community, so we wanted to have some materials to get people outside in and enjoy their hobbies. And so starting kind of on the far end, we've got some nice trekking poles. If you just need that little bit of support, you don't want to buy them. Maybe you just need them for one solid 14-er. Right. This is or, the place to come. Or you want to test them out before you commit. Or you have some guests or family coming in, and this is a good way to get them on the hill. Um, and it does reduce the impact on your knees especially. So um, I highly recommend trekking poles. And it's so nice. All you have to do is get a library card, and you can come in and take any of the fun stuff that we're going to talk about. Okay, so next. Okay, adventure pack. So you got your children, your family, you're out in Sylvan Lake, there's bugs, you can collect them, you can look at them, um, you can work on your orientation skills. We've got all sorts of goodies in here and this bag is actually curated by Walking Mountains and then um, we partnered with them to, they curated the bag and then we check it out so that you can get a, some ed nature education as you're out and about with your family. There's all sorts of fun things. This one's my favorite, you know, cup the bug and then you can really look at it. Um, so magnifying glass, there's just all sorts of fun, amazing things in this pack. 
Are you bold enough to just cup the bug? I would have to do it on the ground. <laughs> um, most likely on the ground. Yeah. I used, I had one when I was little and I got a bee and I was very afraid to let go of the bee. <laughs> right, you were like, it's gonna be angry yeah, when it comes. Uh, and then we, new to the collection of our library things, we have disc golf. So there are courses within the valley. And so um, if you're new to the sport and you wanna try it, we have the disc for you. Um, give it a whirl, have a good time outside. And then we also have bocce ball. So if you got some bunch of friends, again, if you don't want to commit, you just want to try it, um, we have a set for you to check out at the library. Or if you're just doing like a weekend barbecue and you just need that little bit of yard entertainment, this is the place to come because you guys have everything <laughs> we're working on it and so this is part of library of things um, and so we are in collection of things for people to check out all right we're just going to keep going because there's so <laughs> many objects around me i feel like we have to get through them all <laughs> good good so what you're holding right now is a solar powered light that you can use camping and you can hook up your phone and it will charge it for you so that you can be out and about on the mountains and not worry about your phone dying or the battery pack dying because it's solar. <laughs> Amazing. We yeah. love when things are good for the environment. Exactly. All right, I'm going to grab this lovely yeah. red bag and bring it right over here for you Perfect. to talk all about. Okay, so this was a partnership with Colorado Parks and Wildlife, and this is the State Park Pass. There's 42 state parks that you can travel to. You can come to the library, check out a State Park Pass for seven days, um, and visit the park for free. Um, in the bag, of course, includes some, you know, hike, um, some guidebooks, you know, flora, fauna, so you know what you're looking at. Um, but yeah, it's a great thing to take along and explore Colorado with. The Adventure Pack and... Yes, pairs nicely. So nicely because then you can be looking at flora fauna under the like little cupping microscope and really just get your education on. Get get immersed into our wildlife and into our uh, atmosphere of Colorado. And then maybe you're missing some camping gear as summer approaches. <laughs> you're like, oh man, we're two chairs short for this camping trip. Or you have someone tagging along that you weren't expecting. We do have camping chairs, so you can check out a camping chair. Or if you want to go and you want to see the live concerts here in Avon, and you forgot uh, all your gear and you didn't and you didn't schlep it over, come to the library with your library card and you can check out some stuff. It's so easy, and I think people don't yeah. understand the possibilities that come from being a card holder at yes. the library here with the Eagle Valley Library District. You guys not only have so many opportunities for great products to check out, but you also have so many great programs people can participate in as well. We do, and so this summer we have our summer learning program for all ages, so you can win prizes for reading. So we're trying to make it fun all summer long, as well as free pro um, programs for kids all the way up to adults. So kids, teens, adults, stop on by, get your reading log, earn prizes for reading, um, and have a good time this summer at the and then let's just talk about the process of getting a library <laughs> card because I just got mine and it took all of five minutes. You just need to come in with photo ID. It can be your driver's license. It could be your ski pass, your gym pass, anything with your picture on and you will walk out the door with a library card. We try to make it so simple. It's that simple for people to have access to all of these great items and all of these things that you may want to have throughout the summer. Exactly, for free. So come on in, get your library card and you can check all this out for free and have a good time. Tegan, thank you so much for taking the time and walking us through all of the possibilities <laughs> here at the library. It always blows my mind what you guys have to offer. Well, thank you for coming in and exploring with me. We're going to take a short break. I'm going to take this adventure pack. We're going to go look at some bugs, and then we'll uh, come back with more of the show. Good morning, babe.
We're shifting gears. I'm switching from my superhero cape to my chef apron. And we've got a fabulous local chef joining me in the kitchen this morning, Wade Thomas. Thank you so much for being here. Hi. Uh, so what are we making? Uh, so what we have in front of us um, is some ingredients that I've sourced from a local market down in Eagle, uh, Nap Harvest. Um, we're going to be making a breakfast toast with some spring vegetables and a poached egg and a little bit of avocado. Um, Obviously, you know, snow's melting. We're getting into <clears throat> the springtime. First couple things that are going to be popping up are going to be things like these watermelon radishes here, um, some asparagus, some snap peas, um, these sunflower shoots, which you can buy right from Nap Harvest on the Eagle. Um, they're beautiful. Um, so they with do all such these, a good job down there with they, all of their food. They really do, and everyone that's in there is so nice and... Um, it's 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 it, they, it's basically like a full grocery store with all local ingredients. It's really it's really cool. So it's an indoor farmers market is what we like to call them because they do such a good job of sourcing everything. Yeah, locally from their produce to their meats to even their amaza bread loaf. Yes, ma'am. So um, we're gonna put this aside for a second, and we're gonna start by blanching some of our vegetables here for our toast. Can you explain what blanching vegetables is to some of us who do not cook at all? So here what we're going to be doing is we're going to be having some boiling water mm -hmm. um, and we're going to place our vegetables in here until they're tender and we're going to shock them in a cold water bath. And what that's going to do is it's going to, one, stop the cooking process and two, it's going to preserve the color of the vegetables. So we're looking for that green color. That's what it's going to do. Um, this asparagus, it's kind of a little bit larger, so we're going to keep it in the water for three to four minutes. Um, while we're doing that, we're gonna get an avocado spread ready here for our toast. Um, I've simply just diced up some avocados with some oil, salt, and pepper, and we're gonna put it in a food processor. It's a cute little food processor. Yep, my grandma got it for me. Shout out to the grandmas. That looks delicious. Cool. Making all of this wonderful food with all of these incredible ingredients to really just keep everyone nice and healthy because everyone in our community is so active that it's better that they eat healthy than something like frozen pizzas every night. <laughs> but there's mean? nothing wrong with that. I eat frozen pizzas every almost night. every night. I love frozen pizza. Cool. So we just want to take this out of here, set it aside for our toast when we put it together. Yum. Cool. Avocado toast, a craze that the world has seen recently. Who would have thought? <laughs> Something on a piece of toast everyone goes crazy for. So now our asparagus here. It's almost there. Just going to continue to cook it a little bit longer. Um, <clears throat> next thing we're going to do here, so I've already pre-blanched some of these peas. <clears throat> and what we're going to do is I just rip the end off here, make sure there's no stem in the middle. Grab a small knife here, and we're going to cut from one end to the bottom, and we're just going to kind of split it in half, split pea, just like that. Oopsies, had some fall out. It's a Nothing wrong with that. Peas everywhere. So that'll be one of our garnishes for our toast. <clears throat> um, next thing we're going to do is we're going to take our asparagus out of the water, shock it, mix it around. You don't want it to be like super flimsy. You still want it to have like some crunch and texture to it. <clears throat> cool. Um, I feel like I'm learning so much already. And while we're doing this, we're getting all of our, our water ready because we're going to poach an egg. And what I did is I 
added uh, about a tablespoon of salt and a tablespoon of white vinegar, and that's gonna help coagulate our egg white at, when we put it in the water. Um, you don't want it to be boiling, you just kinda want it to be simmering. So we'll just let that chill. Um, There's a lot of things in this process over here, and you've been cooking for a very long time. Uh, Kind of, yeah. I mean, I've been cooking since I was 15 years old. I've always known that I wanted to cook food, and uh, but yeah, this is this is what I love to do: is highlight seasonal ingredients, and you know, we should be eating what's in season. You know what I mean? So, every everyone thinks we can get tomatoes all year round, and everyone thinks we can eat stuff all year round, but that's really not the case. Um, we're actually very lucky with our farmers keeping stuff on track for us and uh, running hot houses and making vegetables available for us all year. Um, but vegetables are always going to taste the best when they're in season. So that's what we're focusing on. And we spend a lot of time talking to the experts down at Nap Harvest. And uh, Carrie Hogan tells us that the environment gives us the things that we need, the nutrients that we need. So come summertime, or come wintertime, excuse me, you see a lot of citrus fruit in season yeah, because absolutely. your body needs that vitamin yeah. C now more than it does in the summer. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's funny. People people think citrus is like a summertime thing, right? Like, right. But it's not. Citrus grows in the wintertime in California. It's best then. It's really delicious. Um, one great thing you can do with citrus is preserve it, you know, put it in salt and cure it so that you have it all year round. And, you know, you get these different types of, like, preservation methods of things that are in season, but when they're not in season, they can taste a little different. You know, it's, re it's, it's really cool. So... Um, so now that we've pulled our asparagus out of the water here, mm -hmm. uh, and it's nice and chill, I'm just gonna kinda cut the florets off the top of this here. And we're gonna have our stems. And what we're gonna do is just kinda create some little coins out of it. I'm not allowed to use knives in the kitchen, so this is fascinating to me. Cool, so we'll dice that up real quick, and then we're gonna take our flowers, and we're just gonna slice them nicely. It's really important that you have a sharp knife when you're cutting things like this in the kitchen, too. It's more dangerous to, for you to be cutting with a dull knife, always. So we're going to take our asparagus, cut that, grab these last two here. We haven't gotten to the part where it starts to smell amazing quite yet, but I can tell that this is going to be delicious just by the time and effort that you're putting into just the slices alone. Yeah, we're going to get... We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't you worry. I'm not worried. Wait till you have to poach an egg in five minutes. Uh, well, that's going to be a you task only because <laughs> I'm really bad at cooking. And I think it's so cool when people like find what they love to do and they get to do it for their careers. It's amazing. And you can tell that you love what you do. And even listening to you talk about it, you can hear the passion in your voice come through as you're talking about just the things that you're making. Yeah, you know, I mean, I... People ask me like what I love and what's most important to me, and it's it's. I, I always end up turning back to food. Food's always so, the most important thing, and you know it brings everyone together. And uh, I really don't know where I'd be at in this world without food. So thank you. <laughs> We're really appreciative of you coming in here, showing us how to cook, especially me who needs all the help I can get in the kitchen. Um, and going through each and every step because this is something that people can make at home pretty easily. Yeah, this is this is all stuff you can find at your grocery store. This is, it may seem like a lot of work. Um, yes, it's going to be a little bit over the top today. I understand that. But these are all <laughs> things that you can do at home. Um, so don't be, everyone gets really intimidated when 
you know, you start watching people cook and then you don't know what the ingredient is and then you get all confused and you say, oh, I don't think I can do that. And, but you can, and you can always substitute. Don't be like my mother and just say, skip it because that doesn't work, especially when you're baking. Um, We've give, given mom shout outs, we give grandma shout outs here at TVA. We really just love going back to the family. Absolutely. Um, so we're kind of at a standstill now. Um, so this is a good time for a commercial break and then we'll come back from the commercial break. Yeah. We're gonna take a look at that local weather forecast. We're gonna check in with Mark one more time and then when we come back, we're gonna learn how to poach some eggs. Yeah. All right. Cool. Stay tuned, we'll be right back after this. Ah, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We got the kitchen action going on, and we got some action on the river. As you can see, bright sunshine out here, uh, just below Walmart on the Eagle River first thing this morning. Water level is coming up just a little bit. Temperatures in that river, definitely chilly, everybody. And temperatures for us first thing in Vale and around Eagle County, air temperatures a little bit warmer than what we saw before. We're getting into the mid-30s to start first thing this morning. And I think over the course of the daytime today, we're gonna to continue to see the bright blue sky. Uh, mix a little bit of cloud cover on and off. Slight breeze is gonna kinda of kick into the scene here a little bit later on today. Five to 15 miles per hour. And then we're gonna see our high temperature for Vail mid-afternoon, probably around three to four o'clock. We're gonna see temperatures about 44 to 45 degrees and mostly sunny skies throughout the day all around Eagle County from Eagle all the way up towards Vail. Your hourly forecast, we saw 30s to start. Um, not much for cloud cover, just a few passing clouds. Uh, around noontime, about 40 degrees, mostly sunny skies, 45 around four o'clock. And then we'll see about 40 degrees tonight as we drop into the eight o'clock hour with clear skies for the most part to start this evening. Denver temperatures about 57 degrees, mostly cloudy skies down there. For Vail, 44 to 46 degrees, mostly sunny. For Avon, 47. For Eagle, 52 for the high temperatures. Uh, and then once again, sunshine for us for Eagle County tonight. We'll see that sun setting at about 757. 22 degrees for the low temperature. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a slight breeze. And then as we jump ahead and look at that five day, uh, as we make our way into the weekend, it looks like the weekend's gonna be pretty nice. 56 for a high temperature for Saturday with 30 degrees for a low sunny skies. For Sunday, 60 degrees for the high temperature. Mostly sunny skies again for Monday, 64. Uh, we'll have a 10% chance of maybe some passing clouds and a little bit of moisture coming our way for Tuesday, 62 degrees for the high temperature. And then we'll see about 50% chance of some moisture than Wednesday, 64, with afternoon showers. We'll see on that about a 40% chance, um, but shape it up to be once again, a nice start to the weekend for your Friday. Obviously ski resorts are closed now for Eagle County, plenty of skiing over in Summit County over that way. Um, but it's time now to kind of shift gears and be thinking about golf and biking and fishing and rafting and all the other fun things that we do during the summertime. Um, but if you want to make your way over the pass, if you're headed to Denver, coming up from Denver, short distance, about a half an hour, we have the outlets at Silverborn, and we do a segment called the Visitors Bureau, and this one is focused on how to get around when you're at the outlets. Let's take a look.
If you're making your way over to the outlets at Silverthorne, well then this is your TV8 Visitors Bureau to get you in the know as you're making your way over here to enjoy all of the fabulous villages from red to blue to green. There's somewhere for everyone to shop and enjoy. Whether you're looking to update your wardrobe or maybe you want some bath and body works, you want some things for your home, they've got Williams, Sonoma. There are so many great options here at the outlets at Silverthorne. Now if you're looking to be a little bit more sports oriented instead of a little more clothing oriented, which is what I like to come over here and shop for. Well, our sports director, Blake Orulian, has some great information for coming over here for all of your sports needs. Let's take it over to Blake. Hey Maddie, thank you so much. Yeah, we're actually here at the outlets of Silverthorne where there's actually three distinct villages that are color coded. So the first one that we're going to talk about is right behind me, the Red Village, which is Lou Outdoors. And Lou Outdoors has all of your skateboarding needs, your outdoor needs. They have everything that you really need. It's a family owned business and it's a great shop to shop at. Another one that we're going to move over to now is the Green Village, which has Blue Valley ski and board rentals for all of your snow sports. So in the colder months that are coming just around the corner you can actually go there you can rent things you can buy things but it all gets you ready for your skiing and snowboarding seasons and then lastly we've got the blue village which has pearl azumi which has all of your cycling gear so in a couple of months when you actually have a little bit warmer weather you can go out for that cycling time and they've got great discounts 10 percent off for students teachers first responders as well as a whole lot more there's a ton of things here at the villages at the outlets of of Silverthorne, make sure to come check it out. Welcome back to In the Kitchen. Now we're going to learn some great things even though Wade has been absolutely crushing it in here and we've got everything nice laid out and prepared. So let's walk through this poaching of an egg. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> before we poach an egg, <laughs> uh, we're going to actually get our bread ready and we're going to start to think about assembling our toast here. Um, so what I've done is I've taken this beautiful bread that we have, I've sliced it to about Quarter, quarter inch thick. I'm gonna dress it in a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of cracked pepper on here. We're just gonna throw it in the oven for three minutes or so until it gets nice and toasted. And while we're doing that, we're gonna grab our eggs that are actually from Hotchkiss, from a farm that I got these at Nap Harvest. Um, these are all local brown eggs. Um, and in today's day and age, relatively same price as everything else out there. So um, don't feel, don't be, you know, oh gosh, I know farm fresh eggs can be so expensive. Not there, okay? So they're so much better. Um, so what we have is we have our water that's just slightly simmering here. Um, I'm gonna grab a spoon and I'm gonna twirl the water. And remember in here I have a tablespoon of salt, a tablespoon of white vinegar, and that's gonna help these eggs stay together. So I'm gonna swirl it. And what that's gonna do is when we drop our egg in here, it's gonna grab onto it and it's gonna circle. And what it's gonna do is it's gonna help take that yolk and wrap around the yolk and create one solid poached egg. Um, and you can do up to, you can do as many eggs as you want up 
in here at a time, as long as you're not totally cooling your water down. Because then if you cool your water down, then it's gonna, you're gonna drop an egg and it's not gonna be able to latch onto itself. So um, we're gonna start with three. I'm learning so much. I don't think I'll ever do this, but I'm learning a lot. But everyone loves poached eggs, so. It's a good, it's a good lesson in cooking. Yeah. You know, scrambled eggs get boring, over easy eggs get boring. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a poached egg, so um, <laughs> this is what we're gonna, this is what we're gonna focus on today. Um, and we did some TV magic over here, so let's talk a little bit about what you have going on in some of these other bowls. Cool. Um, so what we have here uh, is our mise en place, and what this is, we're just gonna gather everything in one spot before we start assembling. Okay. Um, we have our beautiful peas that we've blanched and sliced in half and split. We have our asparagus here that we've blanched and cut. Um, we have some pickled red onions, which I was a little, uh, uh, I did earlier. Um, some shaved watermelon radishes here and some uh, sunflower shoots from uh, Nap Ranch. Um, and then obviously I got a little giddy and I pre-poached <laughs> some eggs for us. Um, over here we also have a uh, vinaigrette of Banyuls, and banyuls is a type of vinegar that is made from a different fruit. Uh, it's, it's tart, it's sweet, it's a little pricier, but um, you should be able to find it in your specialty grocery store, uh, if not, on Amazon. Um, here we have our avo spread that we made earlier, and um, this is a sesame togarashi. Uh, so this is gonna be like a Korean chili flake, um, some nori powder, so dried seaweed, um, black sesame seed, white sesame seed, um, and that's gonna be our garnish for our, for our toast. Give it a little bit of spice. Um, and then, how could you eat a piece of bread without some cheese, so we cut up some burrata. And <laughs> what this is, is this is a stracciatella cheese. Uh, so it's like a loose curd cheese, which is then wrapped in a uh, harder mozzarella. So that's gonna give us like a, an outside to hold it together, and then inside to give you that really creaminess. Um, and this is gonna be delicious. So it already sounds so delicious. Now it's starting to smell good with the bread in the oven. Who doesn't love toasted fresh bread? Toasted bread. Cool. Made with love bread. Made with love. Um, so we're kind of sitting here waiting for our poached eggs to uh, finish setting up. Um, I kind of always just go through and check with a spoon, see where we're at. Oh, we're looking good. They're, they're soft right now. It's been about three and a half minutes, three minutes or so. Oh, we're going to go a little bit longer. Um, you can kind of see if I, if I pick it up, it's a little loose but we don't want to break it, so we're just going to let it go just a little bit longer. Um, okay, great. Now we are going to start to assemble our toast as our eggs are starting to finish here. Um, it's all about the presentation. Absolutely. Duh. <laughs> Got to eat with your eyes first. Everyone knows that. Um, cool. My frozen pizza looks delicious to the eye all the time. Let's go. <laughs> so we're going to start with a little bit of this avocado spread here. I'm going to switch sides with you so I'm yeah, out of your way. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You want to grab the spoon and take the eggs out of the water? No. You think you can do that? No, I don't think I can do that. I think that I will crack them only because I <laughs> am just not gentle enough with things like that. No, you are not. Everyone's seen me cook on this television show and uh, it's just not a great, great time. So next, we're going to grab our asparagus here. Couple of the bottoms, couple of the tops. 
for the presentation. Yep, a couple of our peas, our splits here. Okay, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna dress it in a little bit of this vinaigrette. Add and, some extra flavor. Yeah. Pepper. And the water was super salted that I blanched these in. So I really don't need to be adding too much more salt right now. So we have that nice and dressed. We're gonna pull our poached eggs out of the water here. And I'm not gonna do it because I'm not gonna make a mess in the kitchen this morning. Beautiful. Kind of take some of that water off. And I'm just putting these in a little tray with a little bit of olive oil just so that they don't, they don't stick together. Um, that's just gonna help us out a little bit here. Beautiful. Okay. Great. We're gonna take care of our water right now. Get that out of here. Yeah. This smells amazing. When I said there wasn't quite a lot of scent happening just yet, now it smells delicious in here. Okay. <clears throat> so first things first, I'm gonna kinda base this off our poached egg here. Put our poached egg on. And then we're gonna start by placing some of our peas on here. Here comes the presentation, the moment everyone's been waiting for. Obviously, you're, you don't have to make this look like this, but I, uh, <laughs> I love plating food like this, so this is what I'm gonna do. Um, a couple of our coins on here. Cool. Now, when you're creating meals that you make at the restaurants uh -huh. that you work for, uh -huh. how do you come together with all of these different flavors? Because we've got such an array of unique flavors right now. So, to be honest with you, I will walk downstairs and do the walk-in and I'll say, well, what do I have to work with? What's extra? You know? Mm -hmm. And I'll say, what can I create a dish out of with what I have? It's almost like I'm playing a game of chop with myself, you know? <laughs> and you just kind of like, okay, well, this ingredient will work with this. I know this tastes good, so why not try it, you know? So right. that's kind of that's where I'm at. I really like to, I like to play around with stuff. Um, I, like to, I like to combine different cuisines together, like Mexican, Asian, Italian, like all that. Whenever you combine different flavors, you're gonna start creating flavors of umami, which is just gonna, which is gonna bring a different flavor profile to your palate that you're not used to. Um, so we have our asparagus on here, our dressed asparagus. Now we're gonna start with our garnish after we put our burrata on here. Get a couple pieces of these creamy burrata. Okay. It should be yummy. Okay. It all looks so yummy. It smells yummy. It looks yummy. The whole TV station is going to be really happy with breakfast this morning. So again, we really want to thank you for coming in here and uh, teaching us how to cook some Absolutely. new things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, it's fantastic to hear you using all of our local ingredients. Going to Nap Harvest is such a great resource that we have in our community, and especially for those people who want to start eating a little bit healthier. Absolutely. They have so many, everything there is healthy. I mean, you can't go in there and not eat healthy. Maybe the occasional cinnamon roll or pastry, yeah. but you know, who can't say no to that, so. Right, I mean, everyone has a good sweet tooth. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a perfect way to cure it right yep. there. Microgreens, Micro they grow those in-house. They have a beautiful farm. Yep, they have, they have amazing mushrooms. They're, uh, they're, really, they're really a great uh, business for sure. I feel like this is now too pretty to eat. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> You've gone too far and now it's too pretty. Yep. 
Whatever, it's gonna taste better now that it looks good. Okay, so now we have our little beautiful spring toast here. Um, take care of that. We're gonna garnish with a little bit of olive oil. Okay, a little cracked pepper on here. And then we're gonna take our togarashi. Such tender love and care going into this. This is how you know that you make incredible food just because you can see the love that you put into each and every dish. Cool. And there we have it. And just like that, all right, I'm going to pick this up. That way I can show people how beautiful it is. And we can see this presentation just so nicely. Do you want to cut into it and try it? Uh, we're going to take a short break so that we can take one final look at that local weather forecast. And then we're going to come back and we're going to try this incredible meal. Sweet. Sounds good. Let's take one final look at that local weather forecast for today. Cooler temperatures first thing this morning, 31 degrees around 8 a.m., high of 44 degrees, mostly sunny skies, a slight breeze coming out of the northwest at 5 to 15 miles an hour. Now, as we take a look at Vail by the Hour, you can see a little bit of cloud coverage this morning. That's going to dissipate, bringing us those beautiful sunny hours ahead and then mostly clear skies as we approach this evening. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver, slightly warmer, 57 degrees. It looks like they're going to see some cloud coverage down there, 44 in Vale, 47 in Avon, 52 in Eagle. So temperatures both out to the east and to the west of us, nice and warm. As we take a look at Vale overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down. 22 degrees is our overnight low. That sun is setting at almost 8 o'clock. We love to see that. That means summer is right around the corner. Now, as we take a look ahead into the next five days, this beautiful high-pressure system sitting above us for the weekend. So if you are getting out there to do anything, just make sure that you are nice and layered up with your sunscreen. But then prepare for a nice little low-pressure system to make its way in early next week as we're going to see some precipitation start to come our way. Now we're going to check back in to the kitchen right now only because the meal is done. The chef has created this beautiful thing for all of us here at the TV station to enjoy. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. being here this morning. You're welcome. Okay, uh, so how are we going to start to do this? Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take this off this plate here. Okay. I know it's... I know it's so beautiful. Pretty. I know it's so beautiful, but we gotta cut it up. Um, and so we're gonna cut it up. We're gonna we're gonna just see the final product as he cuts it in half. So the most important part of a poached egg is the yolk, right? So what do we want to see when we cut into it? We want to see this runny yolk. Um, so we're gonna cut right down. Oh, yep, that's what we're looking for. Splits right open like that. Running out. Cut it into four pieces here. It looks amazing. It smells amazing. We want to thank you so much for coming in again, making this delicious food, teaching us how to make it, and, of course, feeding us some amazing breakfast. Absolutely. Look at that. And it goes right back on the plate, cut and delicious. Wait, thank you so much for being here. You're a fabulous local chef. We want to thank you all so much for tuning in to this edition of Good Morning Vale. Get out there and have a great day, everyone. So many things to see and